Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Washington, D.C. Happy Saturday. I'm Adam Epstein. Time to get up and Adam here on D.C. Sports Radio 1067. The fan and always available on the go. On the Odyssey app, it is Saturday, November 11th, just after 9 a.m., and it's time for AWOD's Power Hour. I'm going to squeeze as much D.C. sports content into one hour as possible before I hand it off to Bill Roth, who's on the call for Virginia Tech against Boston College. The Wizards had their first road win of the season on Wednesday, had a chance to get another home win against the Hornets, a rematch on Friday, in the play-in tournament, couldn't get it done. And uh, I'll start with that real quick. I mean, I was at the bar yesterday uh, watching the game with a few people, and they were like, oh, what's up with the courts? And I was like, yeah, it's the stupid play-in tournament that the NBA is doing that nobody cares about, nobody knows is even going on, and there's not enough money on the line for me to think that the players really care. You know, the reason they did this is because of load management. And I get it. Load management is hella annoying, right? When you go to a game... You know, I, I say, growing up, I wanted to see Kevin Garnett when I went to a game. I wanted to see LeBron. I wanted to see Gilbert. I wanted to see all the stars, Kobe Bryant. Well, nowadays, you don't know if they're going to be playing or not. So I get why they did the in-season tournament to try to help with load management, but I've heard some suggestions that would have made it a ton better, like they should have done it at different arenas, or they should have done it at different venues around the country, or maybe even gone international with it, uh, but uh, it's just not... It's not working right in the first season. It's just the first year with the play-in tournament, but uh, I just think it's been a bust by the NBA. Last night in college hoops, you had UVA defeat Florida. That was a hard-fought game. UVA with a tough win uh, there in the final few minutes of that one. Virginia Tech nearly beat South Carolina, but uh, Hunter Couture got, I think, 13 points. Wasn't enough for the Hokies. Uh, but, of course, you guys know I want to start with the Washington Commanders today, and they travel cross-country to face off against the Seattle Seahawks. And here's how I wanted to start the show, is by telling you guys how good I feel about my quarterback, Sam Howell. 
right? And isn't that the most important thing right now, right, for this season? You know, take us back a little bit to the offseason, and we all said, well, as long as Dan Snyder sells the franchise, that's as good as winning a Super Bowl, right? We said the hunt for this season is not a playoff berth, you know, just to keep Ron Rivera around. I don't care about that. I want him gone. It's not for a Super Bowl. We don't really have a Super Bowl winning roster. It was a hunt to find if Sam Howell was possibly our franchise quarterback or if the team would need to try to move up in the draft to find their franchise quarterback, right? Because when you have your guy, it puts your organization in such a great position to become contenders, right? If you have your quarterback, especially if he's on a rookie deal, even if he's not, I mean, look how the Rams did it. Boom, they got their quarterback in Stafford, then they won a Super Bowl. But if he's on a rookie deal, it frees up the money to go elsewhere and then build around him. That's how Seattle, our, our competition this Sunday, won a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. It's how Kansas City started to build around Patrick Mahomes. Finding your franchise quarterback solves half your team's problems because that position is by far the most important position on the field. It can make or break your season, and I've been saying it is the hardest job on the planet. Right, Not just America, on the planet to be quarterback because you have 11 guys on the opposing team trying to break your neck every single game. You have a head coach game planning all week against you. And you have even your backup on your own team who's waiting, licking his lips, ready to get in and get an opportunity. So it can make or break your season the way your quarterback plays. And as of late... It's kind of broken the Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith struggling over the last few weeks, especially in their 37-3 loss to the Baltimore Ravens. But with Sam Howell, what I'm most proud of for right now is that he stayed healthy. Right, We're nine weeks into the season now, and he stayed healthy. And everyone argued and told me he's taken too many sacks. They're going to get him killed. I had caller after caller saying he's going to break his collarbone. Right, He's going to get injured because they can't protect him. I said, no, Sam Howe is bulkier. He ran almost 1,000 yards in college. He's going to be able to take these hits. And with the new quarterback rules, they're not crushing him like they crushed Robert Griffin III. They're not crushing him. A lot of these sacks, they're like shoestring tackles or him just falling over, right? So we're halfway through the season now, and he stayed upright and healthy. And he's starting to run a little bit more. Right, that third and 23 conversion was outstanding. I feel like they have the confidence in him now to call some of these uh, option QB reads where he can hand it off or keep it himself. And I'm just so proud of the way Sam Howell has been playing. And the argument for Sam Howell being the franchise quarterback now in Washington over the next five years is a lot easier to make after the last two performances. In fact, I would argue it was the first time all season that Sam put together back-to-back good games. Yeah, they had two wins in a row to start the season. He didn't have two good games against the Cardinals and the Broncos. I think he had a good half uh, against the Broncos there, right in the middle of the game, where they came back from 18 points and took the lead, and a good strong finish against the Cardinals after that one bad fumble. But definitely, after these back-to-back good games, something to build off of. Now, the one thing I do not like is was Ron Rivera telling reporters at the press conference that this season is all about Sam Howell's development and that you're seeing the team play better because the offense is continuing to improve. And I'm thinking to myself, 
Well, that's just another excuse for old Ron Rivera, right? That's just such an excuse to say that, oh, yeah, yeah, the reason that we started slow this year, the reason that we've struggled and we need to win this weekend to get back to 500, yeah, just 500, right? Mediocre Ron Rivera trying to get to 500 and be happy about that is because the offense is starting to develop. And that's such an excuse because the offense scored 31 points against Philadelphia twice. And you should win both of those games with solid, with a solid defensive performance. And the guys that we've paid on the defensive line. The problem is the defense has not lived up to expectations. Not even close. The defense is the struggling unit this season. And I think it has held Sam Howell and the offense back. Because they're giving up way too many points per game and way too many explosive plays. And because of that, Sam is forced to throw a ton. The enemy is forced to play from behind and try to put up gaudy numbers offensively. So this weekend, this Sunday's game against Seattle, to me, is all about playing complementary football, right? I think only the Atlanta game, you'd argue, we played good offense, defense, and special teams. And that's what it takes to win in the NFL. The other eight games have been consistently inconsistent. It's going to come down to all three units playing well for the Commanders to come home with a win against the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday. The defense, they're going to need to force a turnover to give Sam Howell short field where hopefully he converts. And then Joey Sly and Tressway are going to have to do their thing for the special teams. It's going to take a good performance from all three phases to get a tough win in Seattle Dealing with the 12, that crowd is going to be rocking. Dealing with Pete Carroll and his energy. I mean, I, I admire him because his teams are always fired up and inspired to play football every single Sunday, it seems like. And Geno Smith, who has been more of a game manager, but has managed to win 14 games in the last two seasons. And as the Seahawks' starting quarterback, I feel like he gives them a chance to win every single week. Now, I don't think Seattle is some great team that's a Super Bowl contender, you know, that's going to pass the Niners in that division. I don't think so. But what I do think is I give Pete Carroll a ton of credit. They play as a team every week. Where Ron Rivera's teams don't, right? And that that is a product of their head coach, Pete Carroll, right? His teams have always been unselfish, and they play hard. And he's got the old-school approach of running the ball, pounding the rock, leading Time of possession, let your defense finish teams off. Your offense stays on the field, lets the defense relax, catch their breath, and then they come out and make a big play. And defensively, Seattle has playmakers on all three levels. So this is going to be a tough test for offense coordinator Eric Bieniemy to game plan against Seattle because it's going to be tough to run against them. I think we should try to run against them because that's where Baltimore had a ton of success. But Leonard Williams comes over from New York where he wreaked havoc against Washington and had a sack already against Sam Howell earlier this season. Bobby Wagner, still a dog in the middle of the field. I mean, he can clog any hole with the quickness. I, I, I say he's their London Fletcher. And then Witherspoon, the highly drafted rookie, is a ball hawk, right? So Washington will have to be careful in possession not to cough it up or throw into double coverage and get picked off. I think the turnover battle will be the biggest stat that I monitor throughout the game. When I took your phone calls last week, a lot of you guys wanted Ron Rivera gone. You said the season was over. Why do we care about a playoff spot? Well, I said it's too early to write this season off. I predicted a three-game win streak against the Patriots, the Seahawks, 
and then the New York Giants. Now, we did get lucky to win in New England, right? I mean, 20-17, to 17, we're down in that game, 17-10, second half uh, deficit, came back against the Patriots. But I felt good about the way Sam Howell looked. I feel good, felt good about the way Emmanuel Forbes and Quan Martin looked. The two rookies uh, helped combine to save the day for Washington with Quan Martin getting the game-winning interception. And I believe in Washington under Ron Rivera in the month of November. You know, I don't know what the answer is, but for some reason, Ron Rivera's teams always play their best in the month of November. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. What's it going to take for the Commanders to get a win on Sunday? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. What up, what up, what up? Happy Saturday. I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio on the fan and always available on the go on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. It's the best app out there for music, play-by-play, and sports talk. And it is always free. All right? It gives you the ability to pause the show, rewind, run some errands, and then pick up right where you left off on this Sunday. The Seattle Seahawks host the Washington Commanders in a big game for the NFC wild card race. Yes, I totally believe that Washington can put themselves in a great position to receive that final wild card spot with a win Sunday. I don't know about you guys, but I want to make the playoffs. I don't care about Ron Rivera's future, all right? I want to make the playoffs. You know why? Because it is my favorite thing in the world every week to watch the Commanders play. And they play 17 games, right? If we get an 18th game, I'm going to be jumping for joy, even if we lose 41-10 to to the Lions or something like that. I just want to be in the big dance. Now, Seattle is coming off a loss, but the Seahawks are actually on a three-game home win streak. So if Washington is going to win this game, they're going to have to protect Sam Howell like they have in the past two games to break the Seahawks' streak. As we all know, Hal has been sacked 44 times in nine games, which is by far the most in the league. But as of recently, he's been able to get the ball out of his hands quicker. Washington traded Montez Sweat and Chase Young. And then surprise, 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 they had zero pass rush 
against New England and came away with zero sacks. Now, K.J. Henry absolutely should have had a sack fumble. NFL refs, refs suck now. That's a story for another day. But this Sunday, Washington's going to have to get after quarterback Geno Smith, who's coming off the worst game in his career in Seattle, where he completed less than 50% of his passes, only 157 yards, and had two turnovers, a fumble and interception. And in the last few games, he's really struggled with turnovers. So you have the Seattle team that was humbled by the Baltimore Ravens. Well, you have a Washington team coming off of a much-needed road victory in New England, but now they have to travel cross-country to face off against a pissed-off Seattle Seahawks squad. Now, anytime these two teams have met in recent years, it's been a hard-fought, close battle to the very end, and Washington has come away with the victory more times than not recently. But Seattle has so much firepower on offense that I feel like this might be the game that they get a ton of points, right? They haven't been able to show that off because of Geno's inconsistent play, but they have got some real weapons at wide receiver. Jackson Smith and Jigba has played good as of late. We know about Tyler Lockett from his long career in the NFL. Seems to always catch balls in the back of the end zone or, or you know, explosive play here or there. And DK Metcalf's the biggest freak in the NFL with his size, strength, and speed. So, I mean, they've got a ton going for them offensively, uh, but the Ravens did such a good job against them on third down, and that's what it came down to in that game last week. So uh, those are the statistics that I'll be monitoring throughout Sunday. Is Sam Howell going to get protected? Is he going to be running for his life? And is Geno Smith going to be able to lead the Seattle offense um, up and down the field? Are they going to be able to convert on third downs? How do you feel like this one's going to play out on Sunday? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to the MGM National Harbor Lister lines. We've got Shane in Missouri. What's up, Shane? Hey, go balls, baby. My observer, see my volunteers come up here and whoop Missouri's ass. Hey, A-Rod, how you doing this fine morning? I'm doing good, man, and I'm feeling good about my commander's chances. Well, I hate to tell you this. Uh, don't, you're, 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 uh, don't, you're, you're drinking that Kool-Aid, my friend. <laughs> I think that Seattle goes in there and they show. Look, Washington beat a, a sorry New England team. They have no receivers. This week is going to show, I mean, we cannot protect our, our, our corners this week. The receivers, like you said, are just too deep, and our secondary is not going to have no answer. And plus, if you look at Seattle, they are in the top, what, 10 far as uh, putting pressure on the quarterback. they got a young man over there that's got six sacks in a row in six straight games. Brought, we got to keep saying how, uh, and they blitz. You know how the Legion of Doom since, since uh, Pete Carroll's been there, man. They, they, they play bump and run coverage, and I think that's going to make a big impact on our receivers. If our receivers can get off the line, and we can uh, keep Sam upright, I think we may have a chance. But here's the thing. Sam Howell's never, ever faced a crowd like he's about to face in Seattle. So it's, it's going to be windy. It's going to be everything in Seattle. It's a beautiful stadium. But, you know, look, I don't want us to go playoffs because I don't want to pick another 18th draft pick. I want to lose and see if we can get in the, in the top seven pick right now. That's what we want right now. What are we going to do in the playoffs? No, up. I get you. I get so you, Shane. You I get you, Shane. But here's the thing: I, I agree with you that the Seattle Seahawks probably win this game if it's Week One or Two, and they definitely win this win game if it's the postseason. But it's November, and Ron Rivera turns into Don Shula in November, and that's why the Commanders are going to get the win. 
That's because the schedule's weak in the middle of the November. Look at the schedule. I mean, come on. They beat a horrible, horrible uh, – New England scored 20 points all year. They have no number one receivers. None. We'll see. We'll see. You're right. I mean, look, uh, uh, good call, man. I appreciate you chiming in. Love hearing from uh, Shane when he calls in. He's got a lot of energy and passion and, and loves this team here. But, look, uh, it was a win against a bad New England team. All right? It was definitely a win against a bad New England team. But it's a win. And the National Football League, that's all that matters is wins and losses. You've got to find a way to win. The game's on your schedule, right? You know, they can't control, oh, we got to play New England. Oh, they're bad this year. Oh, maybe we just skip that game. No, they have to show up. They didn't show up against the Bears, right? You saw that game on your schedule. Everyone predicted it was going to be a win. So this is a tough game in Seattle. It's on the road. I really think Washington wins this game. If they're able to establish the run, right? I think you could argue, hey, look at the box score at the end of the game. Whichever team was able to run for more yards and control time of possession is going to win this game. Uh, a few things to uh, note here about Seattle. All right, so DK Metcalf we talked about how great he is, but he had just one reception for 50 yards last week. So look for Seattle to get him involved early. Uh, it's going to be a tough test. I would like to see... Benjamin St. Juice on DK Metcalf rather than Forbes or Kendall Fuller. Leonard Williams is going to try to get a sack against Washington for the second time this season as when he was on the Giants in Week 7, he got one against the Commanders. Uh, my Washington players to watch this week, that's going to be Terry McLaurin. Right? I, I feel like I say this every week, but it's so true. How do you win on the road? You need your ace to have a good game. We need to get Terry involved. They're going to try to get DK involved. We got to target Terry on the first drive of this game here. And you know what? We also have to target him in the red zone. He's not getting as many touchdowns over the last few years as I feel like he should have. And I think part of that was, you know, quarterback play last year. Uh, but also this year, they're, they're not targeting him enough in the red zone. And he can win these 50-50 balls. Uh, he can win if it's a one-on-one -on -one coverage and he just runs the crispest route. So um, I think you've got to get Terry McLaurin involved if you want to win on the road. I still got my keys to victory here on AWOD Power Hour. You're listening to DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Always available on the Odyssey app. Before I pass it off to Bill Roth coming up at 10 a.m. as the Hokies play against Boston College. And, um, look, this is this is an interesting game for the Hokies here because at the beginning of the season we thought, man, what's going on with this program? Brent Prize not really making any improvements. It's been a slow start. Uh, you lose to Purdue at home. Then all of a sudden they started winning at home, and they got on a home win streak. But they have really struggled on the road. Last week uh, got blown out on the road against Louisville. So uh, Hokies trying to bounce back today against Boston College Pre-game coverage right here on 106.7 The Fan begins at 10 a.m., but I'm going to be joined by my guy, the I think he calls himself the youngest in charge movement, my guy Linnell Willingham will join me next on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan and always available on the Odyssey app. Download it today for free. It gives you the ability to pause the show, run some errands, rewind, or pick up right where you left off. And on the Odyssey app, you can listen to the Team 980 to hear Linnell or Overtime on 106.7 The Fan and so um, very happy to welcome in Linnell right now on the BetQL guest hotline. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL because BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Head to BetQL.com to get three free days of BetQL access or by downloading the BetQL app. What's going on, Linnell? What's going on, Adam? Good morning. How are Good you? morning. I'm glad that you're up this early, man. I appreciate it. Come on, man. I'm in the I'm in the gym, dog. That's what I'm saying, man. You mess up a five oh five runs up. No, I'm always I'm always glad to give you some time, man. Of course. Really? Of course. You're in the gym? Why aren't you huffing and puffing minute, right man. now then? <laughs> well, because I still got two games to go. Still got All two right. games before I'm on, man. Well, we got a big game on Sunday, four twenty five, Washington against the Seattle Seahawks. Let me start with this. What is the matchup to watch out for in your mind? Hmm. I'm going to go on the perimeter, and it's really a two-on-two matchup. I look at Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson going up against Tariq Woolen uh, and Devon Witherspoon. I look at what Seattle's done in the secondary. They're an aggressive group. They play their cover three, and they, they do what they do. But it's a fast-flying defense. They added Leonard Williams to their defensive front uh, via the trade deadline. So that matchup on the perimeter with the receivers against their talented secondary, and then the interior offensive lineman versus Leonard Williams. I'm actually going to point to our our quarter our cornerbacks against their wide receivers. Um, I, I think you're right about Terry McLaurin uh, and Jahan Dotson, but I, I would put more of an emphasis on our corners: Emmanuel Forbes, St. Juice, and Kendall Fuller against DK Metcalf and, and Lockett and Jackson Smith and Jigba. And then I would also argue um, that it's our defensive line. Look, we traded Montez Sweat, Chase Young, and surprise, surprise, we didn't get any sacks against the Patriots. I'm looking for these young pass rushers like K.J. Henry and some of the veterans getting another opportunity now like Casey Tuhill and James Smith-Williams. They've got to pressure Geno Smith and get in his face. I feel that 100%. I think it's going to be on Jack Del Rio and this coaching staff too, Adam, to find different ways to manufacture pressure. We've seen Jamin Davis be used as a blitzer. They talked about it this week during their media availability, using Quan Martin off the edge. Obviously, he's coming off the huge game, first career pick last week against New England. But, yeah. Finding ways to, to get Geno Smith off of his spot is going to be huge. He's a quarterback, though, Adam, that I feel like if they can keep him within the pocket, I think they'll have more success. He's somebody that I feel like hurts you when he gets outside of the pocket. So for Washington in these defensive ends, it's about maintaining your gap discipline. Can we get Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne to show up this week? It felt like they were non-existent. So the interior of this defensive front has to step up. But as you mentioned, the young defensive ends, K.J. Henry, Andre Jones, uh, Casey Tuhill in the hyphen, as Danny Ruye likes to call him, James Smith-Williams, got to get pressure this week. Yeah, no, you're right. And uh, I think we'll know if Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne are showing up by 
how Seattle's able to run the ball. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens yeah. really shut down their uh, rush attack completely throughout the entire game. So I'm looking for Jonathan Allen and Dron Payne have a good game against the rushing attack, maybe not getting after Geno Smith and getting sacks. You mentioned Jahan Dotson. Man, he has yeah. really come on as of late. Do you think that is, you know, he's running better routes, he's getting more involved, or is that simply, hey, Curtis Samuel's out, next man up? I think that has a lot to do with it, and I, I think Jahan is just, Eric Benjamin talks about it all the time, Jahan putting con, consistent tape on film, so to speak, and Jahan's been up and down all year. I think the receiving core, while we look at Terry McLaurin as the big name and Curtis Samuel's obviously at production, there's times where they're not doing the fine details of route running in terms of getting to their spot and being where Sam Howell expects them to be. I think that's the biggest difference for Jahan Dotson here in the past few weeks is being in the right spot and making plays when he's called. Yeah, and catching the football. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. it was kind of funny. They said during the broadcast that Jahan Dotson went back and rewatched his game in, in college, and the biggest thing he noticed was, he was catching the ball in college. Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he caught the ball in the end zone, and everyone was excited. Uh, let me ask you this, because I've noticed yeah. that it feels like the fan base is a little torn on what I think should be obvious. And the question is, do you want this team to make the playoffs? Right? I, I, I had a caller earlier yeah. said, no, I want to lose and get a higher draft pick. I just think that's crazy, Linnell. Well, that's just low testosterone behavior. Anyone who doesn't want this team <laughs> to finish strong and make the playoffs, I can't get down with that. Look, I, I look at it two ways, right? There's a section of the fan base that feels like, well, if we tank, it's going to guarantee that Ron Rivera and company aren't back. That's true, but if they don't finish well down the stretch, all the people in the how hive who want this young man to be the franchise signal caller moving forward, if they don't finish well, odds are the new regime that they bring in here is going to choose their own quarterback. So I feel like you can't have one without the other. If they do go on a strong run and end up making the postseason at them, newsflash to folks. I think Ron Rivera gets the fifth year of that contract. Maybe they take away his personnel decisions and the power to do that, but I think if Sam Howell proves he's the guy moving forward and they end up somehow sneaking into the NFC playoff picture, you got to bring Ron back for year five. See, I, I just disagree, and I point to the draft picks the last two years. I mean, what, is Emmanuel Forbes going to all of a sudden be a Rookie of the Year contender? Nope. Well, is Cohen Martin all of a sudden going to be a, a playmaker? I don't think so. Ricky Stromberg's not on the field. Brayden Daniels, nobody even knows who that guy is. And so I, I think, Adam, look, that's the issue. Adam, I'll counter with this. While I know the draft picks haven't been great, the free agent signings haven't been all that good, I know it's cliche, but the culture that Ron Rivera's been able to establish in Ashburn, there's a reason guys like Terry McLaurin, John Allen, and Deron Payne we're comfortable signing long-term extensions here because they believed in the vision that Ron Rivera set moving forward. I think it's a situation where, look, obviously the quarterback position has been this team's biggest Achilles heel since Ron's been here. If he actually solves that problem, and Sam is the clear-cut long-term answer moving forward, I just think it's really hard to move on from a guy like that. Well, I, I mean, I would argue that Biennemi has done way more for the culture and the vibes than Ron Rivera, and the players are playing for Biennemi, uh right now more than they're playing for Ron Rivera, who doesn't even have a word to say to the team at halftime when they're getting blown out at home. That's my biggest issue, and he's a defensive-minded coach, and the defense is holding this team back. So we could argue all day about Ron Rivera. I'm team Ron out! But let me ask you this, Linnell, all right? What's more likely, the defense finishes this season top 10 or Sam Howell finishes the season as a top five quarterback in the NFC. Oof. 
Well, I look at the matchups that Washington has left on paper. You still got to see Dallas twice. You got to go up against Miami. You got to go up against San Francisco. There are some high-octane offenses they still have to stop. And even though they only gave up 17 last week against New England, I still didn't think it was a good enough defensive effort. Mac Jones just so happens to be a low-end starter in the NFL, so he couldn't consistently hit the wide-open guys. They got to stop giving up big plays at him. That's the real issue with that group. I'm going to go with Sam Howe finishing as a top-five quarterback in the NFC. I think he's one really good performance away. Going up against Seattle, you go there on the road and you play well and you win. I think he firmly entrenches himself in that conversation. All the stats, Adam, point to Sam Howell being the long-term answer moving forward. I just want to see consistency from him on a game-in and game-out basis. This last two-week stretch that he's in, Adam, that's the first time all year he's played back-to-back good games. So if he could add another one uh, to this two-week stretch going up in a hostile environment against Seattle, it'll really do a lot for me uh, in terms of believing in him long-term. Talking about the matchups of the future, give me Dallas. I want Dallas. We're going to eat their stuffing on Thanksgiving. That's two wins on the schedule. You're asking for too much too early from Sam Howell with the consistency. I mean, a rookie quarterback is going to be inconsistent, uh, but what I want to see from Sam Howell is for him to continue to throw 300 and 350 yards each game. Uh, if the interceptions continue, you know, that's that's an issue, uh, but I, I yeah. love how he bounced back from that. Linnell, what is your prediction, official score prediction for tomorrow's game? Oh, you're going to put me on the clock. Um, look, I think it's a really hostile environment that they're getting ready to go play in. I think Seattle pretty ticked off the way Baltimore kicked them around last weekend. I think Washington will be competitive. I think they lose a close one. I like the Seahawks 27-23. I think Sam Howell plays well again, but defensively they give up one too many big plays. Linnell, always appreciate you taking the time to join the show. I've got an interesting prediction. I think it's going to be a thriller. I I think it's going to be a hard-fought game here. I think it's going to go down to the wire. And my official prediction is coming up after this quick commercial break. You're listening to DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on a Saturday morning in the nation's capital, this is DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. We're live and local here till 10 a.m. before I hand it off to Bill Roth for the pregame show for the Virginia Tech Hokies taking on Boston College. But the phone lines are open here on the final segment, 1-800-636-1067. Give me your predictions for the Commanders against the Seattle Seahawks. And this is a Seahawks team that gave up 298 rush yards to the Ravens last week. And the Commanders are coming off of a 400-plus yard game for consecutive games for the first time since 2020, but they did most of that through the air. So is Washington going to be able to run the ball like the Ravens did against the Seattle defense? That's the question of the day. But let's get to my keys to victory here for Washington. And before I get to my keys, we'll start with the keys from the commander's website. And they say, number one, manage the crowd. And that's a that's a great point. And, I, and uh, it's because... The 12, as they're known, at Lumen Field in in Seattle. It's one of the most difficult places to play because of that crowd noise. The stadium has been engineered so that the noise goes to the field. And it's a problem. It's a problem um, for a lot of teams when they play in Seattle. It's why the Seahawks are on a three-game home win streak. And Sam Howell told reporters, it can definitely be a problem as far as checking out the line of scrimmage. 
Hal said, you got to have more signals than normal just because you can't verbally, verbally communicate. We'll be ready to go for whatever we need. Number two, prevent explosive plays. And it feels like that's the obvious thing, right? Because, my goodness, has the explosive plays come back to bite the commanders in the butt again this season? It was an issue the first half of last year. Then they worked things out after they traded William Jackson the third, and the defense statistically finished uh, in the top half of the league. But this season, once again, the explosive plays have been a problem. I mean, it's almost every single game. You can point to uh, the big game by D.J. Moore. You can point to the 64-yard run by Ramondre Stevenson last week. How about the 38-yard catch by Devontae Smith that changed the game in Week 8? I mean, A.J. Brown uh, with the double move against Emmanuel Forbes. So many explosive plays have resulted in Washington being down by double digits in games, which is so tough for your offense to come back from. And they say key number three is force Geno to turn the ball over. And he has really struggled with that. And, in fact, he had uh, two picks in the second half of the game against the Bengals, which lost them the game, and he had a fumble and an interception last week against the Baltimore Ravens. So now it's time for my keys to victory here. And look, I told you earlier, I'm picking Washington because it's November, and Ron Rivera is one of the best coaches in the NFL in November, and I've been racking my brain trying to figure that out. What's it? What? Why is it? Why does it happen every year? Right? Why is he so bad to start the season? Even though he says every offseason we're going to put a point in emphasis on starting fast, they always start slow. And then at the end of the season, they com- they seem to completely fall apart the final four weeks of the year. But in the month of November, he's been 9-3. to And then I think he gets another win this Sunday. All right, so key number one, I say start fast, start strong. It seems like all season long it's come down to these first 15 scripted plays, right? Offensively and defensively. Jonathan Allen's told the Junkies several times that they've struggled against the other team's game plan in the first 15 scripted plays, and then once they settle in, they feel really good about their chances. And offensively, the first 15 plays have been a struggle, right? I mean, look at the first 15 plays against the Giants this year where it was punt, 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 turnover, punt, right? Um, If we can... Start fast. Washington needs to be tied or leading, I think, after the first 15 plays um, from both teams. Key number two, and I say this anytime you're playing on the road, win the turnover battle. Somehow they lost the turnover battle in New England and still got a win. I think it's because they had the game-winning interception, obviously, uh, but Sam Howell threw for just so many yards that made up for the turnover in the end zone. Got to win the turnover battle. And key number three... I think it comes down to the quarterback duel. Sam Howell against Geno Smith. Who can have less turnovers and more completions? I've got confidence in Sam Howell to have a better game than Geno Smith. Let's go back to the phone lines. 1-800-636-1067. Mike in Fairfax. What's up, Mike? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, Adam? Great show as always, my brother. Hey, so my prediction is going to be the the commanders, believe it or not. I'm probably in the minority. Um, I think the score is going to be commanders 24. I think the Seahawks are going to be 17. And the reason I think they're going to win, brother, is because their offense really surprised me. Last week, I think that they uh, the guys have a new perspective. They're fired up. I do think that the defense will hold, I think, because of the fact that Del Rio, and this is not right, this is why we get, need to get rid of him. Is I, I think he starts out late. He starts. He gets the guys going late in the season. 
I think he's going to have a plan. I think Rob Rivera's fired up. I, I predict a win. I, predict I love a win. it. Thanks, Brian. I love it, man. Yeah, thanks for calling, man. Make me fired up here. Uh, let's go to Drew in D.C. What are your thoughts on this game? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, you know me. Like I tell you, keep giving it a 1,000, man. I got the commanders 31 to 20, man. If they don't give up no big plays, man, I got them 31 to 20, man. What's going to be the biggest difference? I think the biggest difference, man, if they don't – I don't really see Washington. I give Washington giving up two sacks. If they can keep it under two sacks, man, I got Washington balling out, man. But um, he has to play the zone blitz instead of that man-to-man because that team is now built for that. He has to double Metcalf, man. Keep up the great work, man. Love your energy, man. Keep Keep it flowing. I appreciate it, man. Good call. Let's go to Will in Waldorf. Will, you're on the fan with AWOD. What's up, bud? How you doing, man? I'm doing uh, pretty good. I got, I got, I got Seattle winning. Um, I think Sam Hill is going to play well. The enemy is going to call some good plays. But I see the defense being the part, uh, the, the area where we're going to be the weakest. I think DK Metcalf is, is going to – and he's not that good, but he's going to have a decent game. And I think Lockett is going to get over the top on a couple of our cornerbacks and, and, and make some big plays. Walker Will, hasn't Will so well. you think you think the Seattle Seahawks team that scored three points last week is going to come home and all of a sudden put up 30? I do. Nah, I, I disagree I with you, man. Give, give me more okay. reasons why. I, yeah, I say 30-24. I think that Walker is going to have a better game against us than he's had, and I know he's been terrible the last couple weeks. DK Metcalf hasn't done anything. Geno Smith hasn't been good, but I think they're going to get healed. They're going to they're going to get better against us because I think our defensive weaknesses they're going to exploit. They're going to get over the top with uh, against us uh, with Lockett and DK Metcalf is going to be in the middle of the field doing what he never does with anybody else. He's going to be catching passes across the middle. <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling in, man. I, I will say that it does feel like there's a chance that Seattle could get right here coming home, uh, you know, and uh, and preparing for a Washington defense that the, they know uh, the secondary is not the strongest. And so uh, I am worried if Geno Smith has time in the pocket with some of these longer developing plays that Tyler Lockett will find a way to get open. Geno Smith will find yeah. a way to get open or Jath, Jackson Smith and, and Jig. But, but I, I just think that Washington's going to put up more points because I love the way our offense has been playing. I, I do think the offense is going to play well. I think Howe is, is on a nice progression, and I think they're on the right path. I just think the defense is going to, is going to hold us back this time. All right, man. Good call. I appreciate you chiming in. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. So I, I do think that another thing that this, good came, this game could really come down to is offensively, right, third down conversions, that's the obvious one. But what about first down? Right? Like, is Washington going to be able to run for three or four yards a pop on first down, or are they going to be forced to throw on first downs, right, and become too predictable? I think Biennemi has done a decent job with, with the way he's called the games, running the ball when the team doesn't expect it, right? And he's done a good job when they throw on first down and it's second and four, and then boom. He calls, like, um, a shotgun draw on second and four, and Gibson's able to get around the outside for six or seven yards. I love him calling running plays on second and four. I just hate it when it's first and ten, and you run it for zero yards, and then it's second and ten, then you throw it deep, incomplete, and it's third and ten, and you have a terrible uh, chance of converting that. Washington wins 21-20. to I'm Adam Epstein. You've been listening to The Fan. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 